Welcome to the Great Detectives of Old Time Radio from Boise, Idaho. This is your host, Adam Graham. If you have a comment, email it to me, box13 at greatdetectives.net. Follow us over on Twitter at Radio Detectives and become one of our friends on Facebook, facebook.com slash radiodetectives. Our listener support campaign continues. You can become one of our ongoing Patreon supporters for as little as $2 per month. Just go to patreon.greatdetectives.net. Well, now we're going to bring you a new series that we'll only have for a week. This was actually a juvenile-targeted series, but it's not a bad one. It's called The Adventures of Billy Swift, Boy Detective. And I'd not actually heard of this until about nine months ago uh, when a recording was released from the uh, collection of the late Joe Hen, who was just a huge uh, collector of old-time radio. And from his collection, we've gotten other things as well, including the Not Beat episode and a couple episodes of The Man Called X that we played earlier this year. But Billy Swift Boy Detective was broadcast in 1938 and 1939 and followed him as he solved mysteries around the world. Uh, The series was sponsored by the California Fruit Growers Association and was part of a a program called Sunkiss Time. I don't know if there was a specific network that this aired over or if it was syndicated to a bunch of California radio stations. We know little about Frank Beelan, who was the star of this program, other than that he did go on to appear in some soap operas later on. It's also worth noting, I don't think we have had any detective programs with a a main character named Bill or William, and now we actually have two at once uh, playing in the same week. All right, well, all of that out of the way, let's go ahead and dig into today's episode of Billy Swift Boy Detective. The original air date was likely October the 29th, 1938, and this one is Young Mountaineer Mysteriously Shot. Every Saturday morning, the sun-kissed drawers of California and Arizona present transcribed for boys and girls the thrilling adventures of Billy Swift, the boy detective. This week, the boy detective upholds law and justice high in the mountains. Jeff Buckley, a young mountaineer, has been mysteriously shot. Good morning, Sunkissed timers and members of the Sunkissed Secret Service. Good morning, Ken Carpenter. Good morning, Bill Goodwin and boys and girls. And of course, it's always good morning when you begin with a big glass of delicious, fresh, sun-kissed orange juice. It has a keen taste that starts the day right. But more than that, it's helpful in keeping those three important training rules. Plenty of exercise, plenty of sleep, and plenty of good food. It helps you make the right kind of gains in height and weight. Helps you build sturdy bones. Helps you have strong, sound teeth. Gives you a better appetite for other good foods. So be sure to start every day the right way with a big glass of delicious, fresh, sun-kissed orange juice. And be sure to listen at the end of this program when Billy Swift tells you how to join the sun-kissed secret service. So here we go for the 17th episode of The Boy Detective. (laughs) 
certain that his son, Jeff, has been murdered by Lem Cole, another young mountaineer, old John Buckley is determined that Cole shall be found and made to pay the penalty for his crime. Outside his cabin, Buckley, mounted on his horse, is preparing to join in the hunt for the murderer when he is halted by his daughter. Oh, where are you going? I reckon you knows where I'm going, Sally. Are you joining up with those men to hunt for Lem? Joining up? I'm a-leading them. We'll beat these hills till we find that cuss. Oh, Paul, if you do find him, promise you won't do aught to him. At least twice till he's had a chance to talk. I ain't promising nothing. Shame on you, Sally, for standing up for the cuss what killed your brother. He never done it, Paul. I knows he never done it. Hold on. Who's that yonder coming along the trail? What? See him? Coming along there on a horse. Oh, sure enough. I never seen him before. He's a foreigner. Yes, sir. Well, he ain't going no further in these hills that I know who he is. I'm a-riding down there to stop him. Get him. I'm coming along too, Paul. Oh, oh. Yonder he comes, Paul. Hold up there. Where are you going? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Speak up. Where are you going? Going up to see Tom Wallace. What's the idea of poking that rifle at me? What's your business with Wallace? I don't know that it's any of your affair. Come on, let me buy. Stay where you be. We ain't allowing no foreigners in these mountains unless we know who they are and their business. All right. My name's Billy Swift. I'm spending a few days with Wallace to do some hunting and fishing. Does that satisfy you? Huh? I don't know you ain't alive. So you think I'm lying? All right, wait a minute. Here's a letter Wallace wrote me asking me to come up. Go ahead and read it. Show it to my gab. I ain't had no book liner. I allow it's all right, Paul. Else he wouldn't be aiming to show it to us. Why don't you leave him go on? Mm-hmm. Well, go along with you then. But see you go right to Wallace's place. Don't worry, I will. Get up there, boy. Come on, get along. Hmm. Appears to me like Wallace be too busy to go a-having visiting folks. Well, being a furner himself, I allow he wants a furner for company once in a while. Huh? Uh, maybe. Maybe. Uh, ain't this Pritchard coming? Howdy, folks. Howdy, Pritchard. Who's that yonder that just rid off? Oh, some foreigner's going in to visit Tom Wallace. Uh, so? Well, look here, Paul. You dropped something. Who? That boy. It's a card. Well, like as not, it fell out in his pocket when he took that letter out. And what did the printing say? It says, Billy Swift, detective. Detective? Detective? What does that mean? Means that there is business, I reckon. A detective's a fellow what tracks down thieves and murderers and the like. So that's what he uh, He's come here to meddle in the affairs of us mountain folk. No, he ain't, Pritchard. Wallace invited him in to do some hunting and fishing. Ah, uh, that's so, Pritchard. Had a letter from Wallace. Well, got to be getting on. Wins are starting out to hunt for Lem Cole. You coming along, Pritchard? No, Buckley, I can't. I got other matters to tend to. Later in Tom Wallace's cabin. So old man Buckley stopped you with a rifle, did he, Billy? I don't know if his name was Buckley, Tom, but well, he... you say the girl's name was Sally, so it must have been Buckley. Well, I'm not surprised. Do these mountaineers stop everybody like that? Generally, they do if they don't know you. They're fine people, Billy, but very independent. 
You see, they've lived in these hills since Revolutionary War days. They haven't had much contact with the outside world, and they don't want any. I see. They like to mind their own business and be let alone. That's why they keep their eyes open for furriners, as they call them. Well, in a way, you can't blame them. Would you like a cup of coffee, Billy? I can make some in a very few minutes. Oh, no, Tom, don't bother. Oh, it's no trouble. No, really, I wouldn't care for any. You know, that rifle old Buckley had was the strangest-looking weapon I ever saw in my life. <laughs> well, chances are it was an old flintlock. A flintlock? Yes, Billy. The old-timers in this country still use them. A regular old flintlock musket that loads with a ramrod. Well, they mold their own bullets. Well, can you beat that? Yes, you've got to realize that you're stepping back about a hundred years when you come into these hills. You'd be surprised at the superstitions some of the older folks have. Yeah? Some of them still believe in witches, as a matter of fact. Is that right? Yes. Oh, and speaking of flintlocks, there's a legend to the effect that the only satisfactory way to kill a witch is with a silver bullet. You don't mean to say they actually shoot women they suspect of being witches. Well, no, it hasn't been done in recent years. But the belief about the witch bullet still hangs on. Well, I guess we've got a caller. Come in. Oh, hello, Sally. Howdy, Mr. Wallace. Howdy, Mr. Swift. I see as how you got here all right. Oh, you're the girl I met down on the trail. Yes. Uh, sit down, Sally. Thank you, Mr. Wallace. Looks like rain now. Well, was that so? Yeah, but I, I come anyhow. I, I just had to come. See, Mr. Wallace, have you told Mr. Swift all about Liam? Why, no, I haven't, Sally. He just got here a little while ago. Don't you want him to know about Liam? Oh, yes, I sure do. That's why I come here. Mr. Swift, I, I ain't aiming to be forward. And I know you're a foreigner and all, but but I was a thinking you might help me out, being your detective. How do you know I'm a detective? In case you draft this card over to our place. Oh. But, Sally, Billy came up here for a vacation, you know. Yes, I'm a known that. What's it all about, Tom? Well, day before yesterday, Sally's brother was killed, Billy. He was shot from ambush over near the coal cabin and died a few hours later. And there was saying Lim Cole done it, Mr. Swift, but he never, he couldn't have done it. The young Cole's the fellow Sally's been keeping company with. Oh, I see. We, we were going to get married, Mr. Swift, but, but now I reckon it can never be you say they accuse Lem Cole of this crime? What do you mean by they? Oh, everybody. Poor, mostly. Poor, and, and some of the men is out of hunting for Lem right now. Hunting for him? Yes, Billy. You see, right after the shooting, Lem disappeared. Twenty after the shooting? He went away for the shooting. Well, now, Sally, I'm just telling Billy the story as I heard it. Maybe you've got a different version oh, of it. Oh, I sure have. Mr. Swift, Lem told me two days before the shooting that he was aiming to leave for a while. Because he couldn't stand Miss Millie no longer. He said he was going to hunt for a job someplace so he could take me out of the mountains after we was married. Who's Mrs. Millie? She or old woman would come to live with the Coles long before Lamb's poor and more died. She ain't no blood kin of Lamb's. She's sure been making his life miserable because he was keeping company with me. You see, Billy, there's been bad feeling between the Coles and the Buckleys for years. And even though Millie isn't really a Cole, she hates the Buckleys just the same. I see. And I suppose the Buckleys haven't liked the idea of Lem going with Sally either. Uh, hardly. A few days before he was killed, Jeff threatened to get Lem if he didn't keep away from his sister. But that ain't no problem. Shot him. Lem wouldn't kill my own blood brother, loving me the way he did. Uh, nevertheless, Sally, that's the reason folks think he shot him. Oh, Mr. Swift, can't you see it ain't true? Oh, if, if you'll only help me out, I'll be everlastingly bouncing to you. You mean you want me to prove that Lem's innocent? Yes, sir. It'll have to be done mighty quick, too. He might come back in these mountains most any time now, and, and they'll string him up sure as you're born. Did they recover the bullet that killed your brother, Sally? Well, you'd have to ask Pritchard about that, Mr. Swift. 
He took care of Jeff after he was shot. Is Pritchett a doctor? Oh, he's the nearest thing to a doctor they've got around here. But if you ask me, he's a greedy, unscrupulous old skinflint. Yeah? And he makes these people give him the very clothes off their back in exchange for his quack medical services. Uh-oh. There comes your rain, Sally. Say, I'd better get my horse under shelter. Yes, I'll get my coat. No, sit still, Tom. I'll take care of it. Where can I put the horse? Well, there's a lean-to around back. You see my horse there, but uh, I'd better come with no, you. No, no, I've got my coat on. No use of our boat getting wet. Mr. Wallace, do you reckon he will help me out? Well, I don't know, Sally. You must remember it's pretty hard for an outsider to do any investigating in these mountains. Wasn't that a shot? Yes, it was. Billy! Billy! Here I am. We hear the shot. I'll see. It went right by my head. Look there where it hit the side of the cabin. I see who done it. Yonder he goes. Where? Heading into the tent by the horse. It's old man Pritchard. Pritchard? It certainly is, Billy. What would he be shooting at me for? He never saw me before in his life. Yes, he did. He's seen you riding away from our place. Does he know I'm a detective? He was there when I picked up the card. Well, I guess he doesn't want a detective in these mountains. Uh, evidently not. Look, Sally, you bet I'll help you out. You go on home and wait. Tom, let's get our horses and go to Pritchard's place. I want to ask that guy a few questions. <laughs> Thirty minutes later, Billy and Tom are well on their way to the Pritchard cabin. I'm glad the rain's let up for a little while, Tom. Oh, so am I. We'll get some more of it, though. Oh, by the way, there's the coal cabin back there through the trees. Is that so? I didn't know we'd pass the coal place on the way to Pritchard's. Yes, right along here someplace is where Sally and Jeff were walking when Jeff was shot. Was Sally with him when he was shot? Oh, I guess she forgot to tell you about that. Let's stop here. I want to size up this place. Whoa, boy. Yeah, whoa, whoa easy. So that's where Lem and old Millie live. Yep. You can see how easy it would have been for Lem to shoot through a window and hit Jeff. Yeah, but I'm not so sure Lem did it, Tom. Well, neither am I. I'm just showing you one reason why the mountain people suspect him. Say, is that Millie over by that shed? Yes, it is. And by George, there's Pritchard, too. Yeah? See him standing there in the doorway of the shed? So that's Pritchard. What's he doing here, I wonder? Well, I don't know. Looks like he and Millie are having an argument about something. They certainly are. Gee, I wish we could take it in. Can't we ride around behind the place and get close to that shed? We can try, Billy. Come on, I'll show you the way. During this pause in our story, we hear from Ken Carpenter. You know, there are many delicious foods and many that are good for you. But it isn't often you find one that's both as delicious and healthful as sun-kissed oranges. A big sun-kissed orange is just the thing for dessert with your school lunch. It's a good thing for between meals eating in the morning or afternoon. Gives you quick energy, but doesn't spoil your appetite for lunch or dinner. Ask your mother. Now back to our story. Behind the underbrush near the shed, Billy and Tom listened to Pritchard and Millie talking. Well, it ain't gonna do you no good to take on about it. Oh, hate it. All I got to say to you, Pritchard, is that you're a scoundrel and a thief. That's about enough now. Well, yeah. You ain't going to be satisfied just taking my cow. Next thing I know, you'll be making me give you my chickens and hogs. Well, you'd be 
getting off lucky up and I did. Now, get out of my way whilst I lead this cow out of here. There he goes down the trail. Millie, this is Billy Swift, a friend of mine. Howdy. How do you do? We saw Pritchard leading your cow down the trail. Well, what about it? Oh, nothing. Only we were just wondering if you'd sold her. No, I ain't sold her. The cow's sick. He's taking her over to his place to give her some medicine. Well, couldn't he bring the medicine here? What business is it to yearn? What did you come here for, bringing that boy? Well, Harry, where'd he go? Here I am. Say, Tom, what's this thing here? Why, that's Millie's bullet mold, Billy. You keep away from there. I had an idea that's what it was. Get away from there. What business you got prowling around my cabin? Now, Millie, don't get so mad. Is that any way to treat company? I ain't a want of no company. I want you both to clear out. All right, let's go, Tom. Well, I guess we better. I hope you're in a better humor next time we call, Millie. Get out! Well, that's that. Did you hear what she said about the cow? Yeah, I did. She's afraid to tell the truth, Tom. She's afraid of Pritchard. Yeah, she must be. But what's it all about, anyway? That's for us to find out. In the meantime, I found something that may help a little. Yeah? Look here. I found this in a crack in the floor right under that bullet mold. Why, it's silver. Sure. She's been molding a silver bullet, Tom. Remember the story you told me about the witch bullets? Yes, but I don't see any connection between a witch bullet and the murder of Jeff. I think I do. Come on, let's get our horses and go to Pritchard's place. Meanwhile, in a dense thicket near the Buckley cabin. Liam. Liam. It's you. No, Sally. I thought you never were going to hear me. Liam, has anybody seen you? No, Sally. Oh, thank the Lord for that. Oh, Liam, the terrible thing has happened whilst you was away. I know, honey. I heard about Jeff down at Weaver Crossing. I hear they think I done it. They do, Liam. Paul and the men are out of hunting for you right now. Yeah, I seed them. You seed them? Uh-huh. They was just down a little piece down the mountain from here. But they never seed me, honey. I was on foot, and I cut around through the timber. Oh, I was wanting to see you, Sally, to, to tell you I never done it. I know you never done it. But you can't stay in these mountains. They'll get you. Well, what are I going to do? Oh, Lord, I don't know. I reckon you'll have to go fur off someplace. Might be I could join you later on. Oh, you you have to join me, Sally. But you can't make a move till nightfall. You stay right here in the brush. After supper, I'll All come right, out. Come out, man. Come out, man. Oh! Hey, we've been punishing you for quite a spell, you modern sneak. Oh, oh no. No. Get up on your legs, Liam. We're taking you to Oak Creek. Oh, no. There's good hanging trees oh, no, down no. there. Please. Back to Billy and Tom. Arriving at Pritchard's cabin, they open the door and walk in. Well, you're here, I see, Pritchard. 
What do you mean, walking in my house without knocking? We want to talk to you, and we're not standing on ceremony. Yeah. What was the idea of taking a shot at me a while ago? Oh. You, don't try to deny it. Tom Sawyer and Sally Buckley saw you. You're crazy. Oh, no, I'm not. You wanted to get me out of the way, didn't you? You'll get out of my house. Get out! Watch him, Tom. Never mind that rifle, Pritchard. I've got you covered. Stop aiming that gun at me. You'll sit right there till we find out what we want to know. Where's the bullet that killed Jeff Buckley? Bullet? Yeah, the bullet. We know you've got it. Well, I ain't. What'd you do with it? Throw it away. Oh, no, you didn't. You might as well tell us where it is, because we're going to get it. It ain't here, I tell you. I guess you better have a look for it, Billy. You bet I'll have a look for it. You'll get run out of the country for this. We'll see about that. Uh, Try some of the drawers in that old cupboard over there, Billy. I'm going to. I swear I'll have you both raw-hided down the mountain for this. I'll learn you how to come in an honest man's house. Honest? Why, you old crook, you've been cheating the people around here for years. I found it, Tom. I found it. Good. Here it is. Here's your silver bullet. So you threw it away, did you, Pritchett? That ain't the bullet that killed Jeff Buckley. No? You'd be surprised if I proved it was, wouldn't you? Billy! Billy, Mr. Wallace! It's Sally. Come in, Sally. Oh, Billy. Billy, they got limb. What? Yes, Billy, they found him. They're taking him to Oak Creek to hang him. Oh, can't you do something? Can't you stop him? You bet I can do something. Oh, Billy. Can we get there in time? You got him, Billy. Tom, I'm going with Sally. You bring Pritchard to Oak Creek. I don't care how you do it, but get him there. Bring old Millie, too, and bring a rifle. Get there as fast as you can, Tom. driving rain once more descends over the hill country, the angry mountaineers, with Lem, Cole, and custody, arrive at Oak Creek. Oh, oh, oh. Oh. Right here is a good tree, oh. man. Oh, oh, oh. oh. All right. Get him down off in that horse, lads. Then, you throw this yard rope over that limb. And be sure to make a good slip knot. Hey, you leave that to me, George. No, I never tell you, I tell you. I never. Get down off that horse before I drag you down. You all are making a bad mistake. You'll be sorry. Oh, can't you even give me a chance to say nothing? Chance? A chance you want? What chance did you give my poor boy, Jeff? Eh? Answer me that. None whatsoever. You shot him in the back. I never. I swear to heaven, I never. You got that rope ready, Ben? Yep, it is ready. Good. Get him over there, man. You all are going to be sorry for this. You're going to be plum sorry. Get the noose around his neck, Ben. You're hanging an innocent man, I tell no, you. No, no, you ain't. You're guilty of sin. I never done it. I was on my way to Weaver Crossing when Jeff was shot. You asked Millie. We don't ask Millie. She says you lit out right out of the shooting. She... She said that? Sure. Sure, Millie said that. Now, what do you got to say for yourself? No. No, no, it ain't true, I tell you. Let's not listen to no more of his puppy dog whining. Come on, man. Come on, Ben. Come on, lads. Get on this rope and string him up. Get on. String him up. Hold on. Hold on. Who are they to come with you on this? Why? Oh. It's Sally. And that partner. Stop! Don't hang that man! Oh! Oh, wait! Thank goodness we got here in time. 
Look, Buckley, Lem Cole didn't kill your son. What do you mean, Sally, bringing this meddling foreigner here? We uns ain't standing for no interference. Oh, we're sure. Now, wait a minute. Sure, Miss Stranger, but I'm going to see that justice is done. If you men are the men I think you are, you'll want to see that justice is done, too. Sure, sure we want to see justice done. That's why we're hanging Lem. Lem didn't kill Jeff, I tell you, Mr. Buckley. Old Millie did. Millie? What's he talking about? Yes, she did. See this bullet? See this silver bullet? Why? Why, that air a witch bullet. Certainly it's a witch bullet. Millie molded it herself and killed Jeff with it. He's trying to tell Wins old Millie took Jeff for a witch. Hang him! String up there. Now, wait a minute. Wait a minute, man. She didn't say anything of the kind. Sally was walking right beside Jeff when he was shot. Sally, you tell him about Aunt Millie. Well, she hated me because if I married Lamb, she wouldn't have no support. She's been telling folks I was bewitched. You see, she molded the witch bullet for Sally, and she intended to kill Sally. But her aim wasn't very good, and she hit Jeff. That ain't a crazy story you're telling. Oh, no, it isn't. I think I can prove it when Tom Wallace gets here with Millie and Pritchard. What? Pritchard? Yeah. Millie? We're going to have a showdown on this all the way around. What's Pritchard got to do with it? Funny. He's known all along that Millie killed Jeff with this silver bullet, and he's held it as a threat over Millie's head. A threat? What do you mean? I mean he's been blackmailing it, threatening to expose her if she didn't give him a property. Wallace and I saw him taking Millie's cow away from her this afternoon. Well, they come now, Billy. Show enough. There's Wallace bringing him into part of a gun. Whoa! Here they are, Billy. Everything all right? So far, Tom. Buckley, this has an outrage. Hold on, minute, Pritchard. Hold on. Now look here, Millie. This fella says you shot my boy with a witch bullet. He's here alive! Oh, yeah? And Pritchard. Pritchard is a saying you knowed it all along. Casing you took the witch bullet out of my boy. Here a lion foreigner. He stole a silver bullet from my place, but it weren't took out of Jeff. Oh, no? Listen, man. I'm so sure I'm right about this that I'm going to prove it to you right now. Tom, did you bring Millie's flintlock? Yes, Billy. Here it is. All right. There's a way of telling if a certain bullet came out of a certain gun yeah. by the marks on the bullet after it's fired. That's so? So I'm going to fire a shot from this flintlock into one of these trees. Then we'll dig it out and compare it with the silver bullet. What are you doing? Get him! 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 What are you so anxious for them to get Pritchard for, Millie? He's a coward, Lacey! He ain't going to leave me hired to control the blame! Oh, so you admit you've got some blame coming. Sure! I done it! Huh? No use denying it! There you are, Mr. Buckley. We don't need to fire that gun. But that Pritchard ain't going to go free! He's been making me give him the very bread out of my mouth! Else he'd tell on me! He won't go free. They've got him now. Sure enough. How'd they come with him? Well, Mr. Buckley, you wanted to see that justice was done. So now you know how to go about it. Yep. I reckon you're right, boy. You know, I'm plumb sorry about Lim. Well, if that's the case, why don't you get him over here and bury the hatchet? It means everything to your daughter's happiness, Mr. Buckley. Yep. I reckon you're right about that. Well, Lim. Yeah? Lim, come here. Yes, Buckley. Lim. Eh, uh, kind of hard for me to say this, but reckon you can never forgive a hot-headed old fool like me? Why, why, I sure can. Eh, uh, Lim, if you and Sally wants to get hitched, 
You go right ahead because you got my blessing. Oh, Paul. Well, Tom, I guess we better get back to your cabin. We've got a lot of hunting and fishing to do. Boys and girls, right now, here's Billy Swift to give us a few words about the Sunkissed Secret Service. I should say so. A lot of members are writing us that they are forming Sunkissed Secret Service clubs in their neighborhoods with everybody joining. And that's fine, because we want to have every boy and girl who has a liking for adventure, mystery, and detective work. When you join, we send you the official Sunkissed Secret Service membership card and tell you how to get your detective's badge, your fingerprint outfit, your secret automatic code maker, and lots of other equipment you need in secret service work. But the first thing to do is to send for your membership card. And if you listen carefully, I'll tell you the easy things to do to get it. First, write down the passwords, Sunkissed Secret Service, on a card. Second, below that, print your name and address. Third, cut the trademark from the skin of one Sunkissed orange. Fourth, Put the card and trademark in an envelope and mail it to Sunkissed Care of This Radio Station. That's all there is to it. But be sure to do it right and right away so that you'll get your operative's card with Billy Swift's picture on it, be a member, and enjoy all the advantages of the Sunkissed Secret Service. And so that's the end of Chapter 17 of Billy Swift, the Boy Detective, and Chapter 294 of Sunkissed Time. And here's Ken Carpenter. With a reminder to keep those training rules. Plenty of exercise, plenty of sleep, plenty of good food. And be sure to start every day the right way with a great big glass of delicious, fresh, sun-kissed orange juice. Like sun-kissed time, it'll bring a... Good morning to you. Good sun-kissed morning to you. Welcome back. Well, we don't know much about the star, but those two announcers really uh, went on to have some uh, powerhouse careers in the world of announcing. Uh, Ken Carpenter, uh, Bill Goodwin, all over the golden age of radio. Uh, Ken Carpenter working on programs like uh, The Red Skelton Show. Bill Goodwin working with Bob Hope, and later with uh, Burns and Allen, where, in my opinion, he did some of his most uh, enjoyable work, you know, great comedy work. 
the story in here was not uh, bad, and I thought I actually enjoyed it. I liked Billy. The accents in the story, I think, were something else. I don't know if anyone has actually talked like that, or this this seems like it was entirely concocted in Hollywood. Though what basis there might have been for it, I have no idea. Now, I will note that the only other evidence of this program being around that I've been able to find is there were a couple of different sites where you could buy Billy Swift pens. Both the places I saw selling them were going for around $30. They seem to be in pretty good condition. And I think that's probably about a moderate price for memorabilia from that era. Now I do want to go ahead and thank our Patreon supporter of the day. Thank you to Jeremy, Patreon supporter since February of 2016. Currently supporting us at the Detective Sergeant level of $7.14 or more per month. Again, thanks so much for the support, Jeremy. And if you'd like to join Jeremy and uh, 250 others, you can become one of our ongoing Patreon supporters for as little as $2 per month. Just go to patreon.greatdetectives.net and get a regular monthly newsletter, early previews of... Uh, different episodes, and you also help to pick our summer series. Check it all out, patreon.greatdetectives.net. That will do it for today. If you have been enjoying this podcast, be sure to rate and review it wherever you download your podcast from. Join us back here tomorrow for yours truly, Johnny Dollar. And then next Thursday, Philo Vance. And then next Saturday, Tales of the Texas Rangers. Be sure and listen. Uh, Then, if you do have a comment, email it to me, box13 at greatdetectives.net. Follow us on Twitter at Radio Detectives. And become one of our friends on Facebook, facebook.com slash radiodetectives.